Hi, this is Greg Pang back with Legal Cut Pro with a special episode. This is the first of our core interviews where we check up with friends of the podcast. And it is my privilege and honor to introduce to the podcast Gordon Firemark and Tamara Bennett, both US-based attorneys and hosts of the Entertainment Law Update podcast. Gordon, Tamara, welcome. Hi there. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much for having us on. Well, thank you for being here. And I'll just give you I'll give a little bit of a description of your podcast for those who aren't uh, may not be familiar with it. Entertainment Law Update is a podcast where Gordon and Tamara share monthly roundups of entertainment law cases, news, and comment- commentary. Sometimes funny, sometimes irreverent, always informative. I wholeheartedly agree, even though I don't know what irreverent means. <laughs> We don't take ourselves too seriously. Okay, got it. <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, again, welcome. Uh, Entertainment Law Update. I think I let Tamara know this in some of our correspondence from, oh, probably almost a year ago. Entertainment Law Update inspired Michelle and I to start our own podcast. And so I've been listening to you guys for quite some time. And um, I, I find you guys incredibly informative. And uh, just the way you do your podcast is it's just so relevant to uh, everything I do. And so just wanted to let you know that, that, that you guys are our inspiration. Well, thank you. That's wonderful. <laughs> so how are you doing? Uh, I'll ask Tamara first. How are you doing? And tell us about, where are you? And tell us about your immediate surroundings. Oh, I, I am doing fantastic. Thank you very much. I, uh, if you listen, the folks that, if anybody else listens to Entertainment Law Update, I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So uh, what that really means is I'm about 25 miles north of downtown Dallas proper or for a different perspective, one hour south of the Oklahoma border. So uh, we have not been what I would say overly restricted. Yes, uh, we're under stay at home orders. As an attorney, I'm considered an essential employee. So if I choose to go to the office, I can. I really haven't been doing that up until this week. And so uh, the nice thing is, is we can easily self-isolate within our office and not overlap each other. So that's been good. And that's been a good thing for me after two or three weeks, or has it been longer than that? Actually, it feels like it's been since about March 15th. So that's been like five or six weeks of pretty much working from home, uh, with uh, my husband being home for a good portion of that and our college age son being home for a good portion of that. So that's kind of where we're at now. I'm at the office and looking outside to the sunshine and it is a beautiful day in Texas. Really nice. And it just, I, I uh, um, smiled there when you talked about, you know, how long has this been going on for? I think it was Ryan Reynolds recently who might have posted a a video uh, saying that, well, this is the first uh, year anniversary of the six week uh, pandemic or something like that. So it's just to show how <laughs> this, this thing is just making all the days just blend together. Uh, yeah, it has because we were supposed to be on spring break vacation May 15th. So I, I guess in reality, that's kind of when this kicked in for us in Texas and then with more of a lockdown Uh, stay at home happening a week or two after that. But yeah, you're right. It's been a good six weeks. We've been really out of our normal routine in the, in the Texas Dallas area. And I think exactly the same here. And Gordon, how are you doing and where are you? And tell us about your immediate surroundings. Well, I too am doing quite well. 
thank goodness. I live in a town called Saugus, which is about 30 miles north of uh, uh, downtown Los Angeles. So similar distance from what Tamara's uh, to, to Dallas, but I think my commute takes a lot longer when I do it. Uh, so I'm, you know, it's just as well. I actually have been working from my home office for most of the last, I want to say almost 20 years now. And, um, to that extent, I'm, I'm in my usual space, my home studio slash office where I do all my fun stuff. And, uh, you know, doing fine, except that on the other side of the door, as I mentioned before we started recording, it's pandemonium with my three kids, four cats, a dog, <laughs> and my wife all in the house too. <laughs> so, <laughs> are you able to get work done with uh, with a very full house? You know, they're pretty good at respecting uh, a closed door, especially when there's a recording sign on the front of it at eye level, so they see not to come knocking and <laughs> barging in. Uh, but we've had a few of those moments where <laughs> where they come walking in while I'm on a Zoom call or something like that. Uh, the truth is, my trouble getting work done is more internal to me than it is the fact that there's people around. I mean, sometimes it's noisy and I have to tell them to quiet down or or uh, just, you know, tell a client I'll call you back or, or whatever. It's much more me and my my just, you know, not being in quite the same headspace. There's a lot of background noise uh, emotionally and psychically. Mm-hmm. And and that's really the the impediment. That said, I'm getting work done. I'm actually... Uh, you know, revenue is not not the same as it was, but it's pretty stable and and uh, I'm doing okay. So yeah, the work's getting done and bills are getting sent and some of them are getting paid. Perfect. Well, good to hear that both of you are safe and well. I am joining you from Edmonton, Alberta, the northernmost metropolis in North America, I believe. Is that right? So, <laughs> and winter just, it, it just felt like it just ended like a week ago. There was snow on the ground, and it was a very long winter. And then all of a sudden, it was uh, you know twenty Celsius, which is what seventy two Fahrenheit or something like that. It just it just all of a sudden got warm, and our snow suddenly melted. Mm. And now we're feeling finally like spring, like spring, except all brown grass around still. So <laughs> yeah, so I've been trying to think about how we would be coping when I see pictures of people in snow during this time. Because probably the weather we've had in the Dallas area has been better than the weather in California, or at least equal to mm-hmm. for the six weeks or six months this has been going on. Again, I'm unclear. So, you know, I, I feel for you. I cannot imagine if I hadn't been able to get out and take walks every day uh, in the sunshine while this is happening. Well, you can still take walks when it's cold and snowy. You just have to dress for the weather. Um, as a as a cyclist, um, I, I go by the the mantra. I'm, I'm not sure if that's the right yeah. word. Of there is no bad weather. There's just bad clothing. And oh, that's with, smart. <laughs> and with a and with a, an eight year old, I mean, when he sees snowfalls, he just loves it. He wants to go outside. He wants to throw it. He wants to roll around it. He wants to you know, make forts and all sorts of stuff. Right. So it's not so bad if you learn how to uh, enjoy the cold and snow. Having said that, I'm definitely glad it is over. So uh, moving on, I have a a couple of just fun questions for you. What one thing other than just working from home and what we described already, have you done perhaps differently during this pandemic? And I'll share with you one thing I've done differently. I've just done my first round of commissioning affidavits virtually over Zoom. And this is something that was rather unheard of before, especially in a very conservative bar like in Alberta. 
So I'll throw this to Gordon first. What one thing have you done differently during the pandemic? You know, for me, it's it's a lifestyle thing. Because I work from a home office, uh, my usual routine is to get out of the house at lunchtime every day and go have lunch with somebody. So that is just not happening. <laughs> and mm, yes. uh, uh, eating at home um, is... I don't know. That's been a challenge for me. Uh, On the work side of things, um, getting a little bit of a later start every day because the kids are here and they need to get started (laughs) with their schoolwork and those kinds of things. Uh, But I haven't been working later into the day, (laughs) into the evenings. uh, Oh, understandable. Correspond, yeah. So uh, that's the difference. How about you, Tamara? You know, it's an interesting question, but even though I work in an office, I work in a very small office in a 120-year-old building six miles from my house. So it's sort of like working from home. It's just my separate home. So, so um, you know, things that have been different, I don't, I've actually started working earlier on the days that I'm at home than I normally would so that I can beat the crowd uh, within the house of of noise and other people up and have probably started ending my days a little earlier, which I think I'm going to keep that implementation through the summer so that I have more daylight in the evenings to enjoy my family. And and you know, it's funny. I, I rarely just based on the nature of my practice, what hasn't changed for me is I didn't do in person meetings that often. Most of my clients, I really just talked with over the phone. And so the bigger change has been using Zoom, but I actually have not used Zoom for a client meeting. It's been on personal level conversations and parties and church groups that those kind of new technology things have been instituted more so than on the work level, which, which I found very interesting for me. Hmm. I think I need to take some inspiration and some lessons from you, Tamara, because I, I don't have the willpower right now to get up earlier to get things done. And it's usually resulted in maybe about a 30% drop in my productivity overall. I'm, I'm sleeping later and getting up later, but maybe I have to change that. Yeah, well, well, don't be thinking I'm getting up early. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all relative, but but I, I do think my sense is I really want to try and uh, have late afternoons uh, free where I can just check an email here and there and really right. get going on my family time for the from here on out. Absolutely makes sense. Now, I want to talk a little bit about your latest podcast episode, April Quarantine Edition. Can you tell us a little bit about that episode? And actually, first, are you actually under, you're under stay-at-home orders in both uh, of your states or, um, or municipalities? Is that right? Not, not actually quarantined, right? Yeah, here in, in California, it isn't officially a quarantine. Mm-hmm. It is a, they're calling it a safe-at-home recommendation. Ah. Um, some cities have imposed more rigid, uh, or, you know, calling them orders. And I'm not sure I really can tell what the difference is. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, you know, people are going out to the grocery store, but the parks and all the public spaces are closed and those kinds of things. And, um, you know, here in, in our town, uh, the police have started stopping people who are just out, just seem to be out milling around and things like that. So, right. uh, so uh, technically a quarantine, I think that's more of a medical term. Right. We're not under, I don't think we have, there's force of law necessarily behind the stay at home just yet. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's, let's go to the, the podcast episode, speaking of quarantine, April quarantine edition. Can you tell us just a little bit about what, uh, if listeners haven't checked that out yet, what, why they should check that out? 
You want to try, take a whack at it, Tamara? Oh, sure. Well, I mean, just in general, our, our podcast, we we aim for once a month, and that we're pretty close to that, usually 11 or 12 episodes a year. They're about an hour long, and we cover uh, anyway, things that we think people will enjoy and that we enjoy related to entertainment law. So it might be trademark, copyright, music, film, theater, uh any and all of the above. This last uh, rundown, we talked about uh, lawsuits and DMCA provisions regarding internet service providers and what can and cannot be done. And, you know, making sure that whoever the plaintiff is, that they're, they really own the copyrights to the songs and sound recordings for which they're filing a, a takedown. And I, I don't know, do y'all have a, an equivalent to the Digital Millennium Copyright Act takedown procedure, Gregory? We have a notice and notice provision rather than a notice and takedown. So there are, although the last our last round of amendments to our Copyright Act, our Federal Copyright Act, um, they, I guess took some inspiration from the DMCA, but there are substantial, quite substantial differences in our notice and notice regime. I mean, this would be a great episode in itself to discuss the, some of the differences. Sure. In, our, in our regime and, and the DMCAs. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, one, a couple of things that actually caught my attention and I found quite interesting about uh, your latest uh, episode was uh, the Humvee um, case with a Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, it's AM, AM General LLC versus Activision Blizzard. So, so what do you think? Call of Duty video game, they have Humvees in the very realistic game. Is that a violation of the the trademark for Humvee? I, what do you think that would be in Canada? I uh, I agree with your analysis that it would not be, and that would uh, apply in Canada as well. That uh, for for all the same reasons, um, and just thinking about when I advise clients in terms of uh, clearances for their shows or the, their their film productions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, it's really quite in line with what you talked about, how, like, as long as, you know, if you're using the, the brand, even if you're showing the actual logo, if it's an in context use and you're not like, say having someone, I don't know, uh, uh, you know, uh, defecating on, on a Humvee and, and smearing it all over the, uh, whatever, uh, disparaging the brand. Yeah. yeah, There you go. Something like that. Then, you know, then your risk of a claim is extremely low, um, if, if that's the case, right? I mean, if, if you don't do that kind of thing. So I agree with that. And one of the reasons why I caught in my attention is because I, we just downloaded Call of Duty on Xbox One. Huh. And I started playing it with my eight-year-old and to my wife's chagrin. And she saw it when we we're playing it. She's like, there's blood spat- splatter. I'm like, yeah, so? She's like, there's blood splatter. He's eight. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, I just, I just think it's a fun game. But <laughs> she doesn't think it's a very good idea that I play Call of Duty with my eight-year-old. Another uh, topic that you discussed, um, it was the one concerning Instagram and mm-hmm. the one where, uh, was it um, Mashable, was it, that they, they yep. um, embedded an image and that uh, led to a, a copyright claim. Um, and I thought that was a very interesting. So, um, listeners, if you haven't checked out the April quarantine edition or other of, uh, entertainment law updates episodes and on the podcast, please go do it. And we'll talk about where to find that in, uh, in a little bit. I want to just our, say, by the oh, way, if you don't mind, yeah. April quarantine edition is the episode title. And usually we come up, well, we try to come up with a little more entertaining <laughs> or interesting. The fact is this episode has very, very little to do with 
the quarantine and things like right. that. It just it was what was on my mind when it came time to give a name to the episode. So uh, I like know, the one before that, Blackbeard's Revenge. That was a good one. Yes, <laughs> that was a good <laughs> yeah, show yeah. title. <laughs> yeah, and interesting in that in the Blackbeard's Revenge episode, which would have been March, which was mm-hmm. kind of when Gordon and I and the rest of the world were first figuring out what this change is going to be. We it's a little bit longer episode, but the last. 20, 25 minutes or really Gordon and I sharing tips on, on mindset, working mm-hmm. from home, practice building and, you know, what to do if you've lost your job, maybe some ideas for that, how to network during this very strange time period. So for the, for the attorneys listening who are, who are looking for practice building tips, I, I think we shared some relevant advice in the prior episode, it'd be episode 119. And I did listen to those, and th- that those were excellent tips that you uh, you two discussed. So moving on, best thing you've watched since the pandemic started. I will start. I'll let you know that my favorite one has been Unorthodox on Netflix. I didn't know I'd actually like something like that, but it is a fantastic. How about you, uh, Tamara? I haven't heard of Unorthodox. I will check it out. So mm-hmm. one couple of things. Um, I'm a huge fan of the TV series, The Closer, and then the subsequent series, Major Crimes. So I did binge watch the whole first season of Major Crimes um, recently. And my husband and I have started watching The Hunters on Amazon. Uh, Very odd, but very good. And then I'm not going to say this is my favorite thing, but just for purposes of everybody else watched it too. And I slept through most of the episodes. (laughs) Uh, you know where I'm going here. Even my husband woke me up and said they're talking about trademark infringement, uh, Tiger King. So oh not my favorite, but we did, my husband and I did binge watch Tiger King and it was just what the doctor ordered. So, <laughs> all right, Gordon, confession well, time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't watched it. My wife has and I'm content it's, to take her report on what it was. And, <laughs> yeah, be, it's okay. Be content. <laughs> so mine is, uh, well, I, I think I have to go with the, um, uh, the Picard series on ah. CBS all access, uh, uh, the, up uh, the newest edition of the star Trek universe, I guess you could say loved it. It was, I think it was only six or eight episodes, um, uh, in the cycle and, uh, I'll be back for more, but I've been binge watching episodes of the Sopranos from season one, episode one. And, uh, actually today I will watch the last episode of the series and, uh, it's, it's really well done and, and, um, uh, and great, but my best, absolute best experience so far this last couple months is sitting down with my almost 12 year old son and watching Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope together. Oh, nice! Oh, I was eleven years old when it came out, and I watched it many, many times that summer. And so, sitting with him and watching it, and and seeing him experience it, and he'd seen it before, but you know, we're we're able to share at a certain level now, and it, it's that's been really rewarding for me. That's fantastic. Any podcast or music that uh, you can you want to mention that has helped you get through these crazy times i haven't been listening as much because i'm not spending any time in the car which has been where i usually listen to podcasts and things like that uh, i have listened to music a little bit more and it's it's been my usual playlist of you know uh, 80s rock and and uh and that kind of stuff that i just 
that, you know, reminds me of my, <laughs> my glory days and whatever. Um, but if I, the one podcast I have been going out of my way to listen to is something called the Certified Badass Online Marketing Podcast ah. with Bobby Klink, who is a Harvard trained lawyer who has now pivoted into the online business space. And uh, he and I have a lot in common and know each other personally. And uh, it's a great show. Fantastic. And how about you, Tamara? You know, I, you had kind of given us that prompt ahead of time and I had to think about it. And Gordon, I hadn't realized my podcast consumption has been down as well. And I think you're right. Even though I'm not in the car as much as you are in one stretch of time, that is when I tend to listen. Um, so I will say something new that I've added and you can get this on Alexa or Google Assist. And it is uh, meditative readings with uh, uh, from the Book of Psalms. With you can get water behind it, you can get the ocean behind it, and it's and you just say Alexa, play U version rest. And uh, that's been a really cool kind of addition to just de-stressing during this process that I've that I've implemented. Very nice. And finally, where can people find Entertainment Law Update? Dot com. <laughs> com entertainmentlawupdate.com and on um, all major uh, podcast catchers all the podcast uh, software and platforms have us and uh, you can find us on twitter the handle there is entlawupdate and uh, we have a page on facebook and i think on linkedin and if we don't we will tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah everywhere that podcasts are found and yourself gordon personally Firemark.com is the law practice, and everything else I do is at gordonfiremark.com. My email is gfiremark at firemark.com, and social media, gfiremark. And how about you, Tamara? Uh, most social media, you can find me at Tamara Bennett, T-A-M-E-R-A-B-E-N-N-E-T-T. Website is tbennettlaw.com or createprotect.com. We'll take you uh, both to my website and my blog. Perfect. Well, thank you again to you both. And hopefully we can get a chance to do this again at some point in the future. And maybe even when we're allowed to travel again, to maybe meet in person sometime at some kind of legal conference, perhaps in the somewhere in the on the West Coast or something like that. Sounds like a fun one. Yeah, that would be awesome. Or we'll just Gordon and I will buy the proper clothing and come to Edmonton. <laughs> yes. And see and go to a hockey game, hey. please. Yeah. When, when we have hockey games again. That's right. right. That's right. Awesome. All right. Take care, both of you. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye.